there. This is going to be the bane of my existence having to sit this close the whole time. <laughs> no, it's going to be funnier because we're like, <laughs> we, have, we have gone through fucking hell. <laughs> it seems like nobody wants to work these days. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Corporate Blonde. First episode. And I just want to preface by saying the past hour and a half, mm-hmm. for some reason, we practiced did this practice recorded <laughs> practice recorded the other night and we have had two microphones. They were working perfectly. No fine. problem. Like plugged it in, was ready to go. Tonight <laughs> we hit go record and only one of the microphones mm-hmm. is working. And, and- and so now, just, you know, moral of the story, we're holding one microphone. microphone. So if this sounds a little um, not good, the yeah. first, just give us some grace it's because I am frustrated. Trial and error. Yes. Okay. But, but we're back, here. Yeah. We're yeah. here. We're and, doing the damn thing. And um, GarageBand wanted to see us fall. Fail, yeah. But, but guess what? We're not. We're not. One microphone is fine for right now. Mm-hmm. So we're going to reassess the situation tomorrow. But... Welcome to Welcome. We are so freaking excited. We have talked about this literally since July, July. and finally pulled the trigger, ordered everything, yes. figured out how to do everything, and here we are. So we are. it's weird. It's crazy. It is really but, quiet. Like, okay, so a little background about us. Um, yes. I'm Taylor. And I'm Brooke. And we actually met in college. We went to a really small school in Alabama, Troy. Yes. And we are not from the same hometown. I'm mm-hmm. from a really small town in Alabama. And I am from Panama City Beach, Florida. So, okay, <laughs> she's from the spring break capital of the world, and I'm yes. from the peanut capital of the world. Yeah. So if that tells you anything, which I'm <laughs> sure you could tell by listening to my voice. Yeah, yeah. But we met our freshman year of college. We rushed the same sorority. Mm-hmm. And I think our first like initial conversation was when we were pomping. And if, yeah. if you know what that is. Yeah, we were. We were pomping in the woods. <laughs> yeah. No, literally in the middle of yeah. nowhere in Troy, Alabama, we were pomping and and I also like I had one friend from my hometown that went to Troy everyone knew each other because like pretty much everyone there was from small towns in Mm -hmm. Alabama so Mm -hmm. me and Brooke started talking when we were at float and really just like hit it off yeah. like we were, she we were took me to Dothan for the first time ever like I've only driven through it and she's like well let's go we went home for like Halloween and went yeah. to like that, a okay. haunted house to preface that is the peanut capital of the world yes Dothan, Dothan. so at, and at the time the, the peanut festival is going on and if you're from Dothan yes. or anywhere around there you know it's like this huge deal I can't even explain it but it's a huge deal yeah. so I was like y'all need to come with me and I had never been I've, so, I've heard of it but I had never gone so we went and after that we had stayed friends literally the whole our whole entire four years of college we were roommates for two years we were roommates for two years and after we like we went our separate way well not really no because after college I got my first big girl job Mm -hmm. at the beach where she lived yeah and so we were both there but because we both had jobs it was really hard to see each other during the week and then on the weekends we were kind of doing our own thing but I was only there for about four months yeah like a summer basically I was I moved there in the end of May. And moved here in like August, yeah. September. September. So I was there really short. We didn't really get to hang out as much as we would like during the summer. Mm-hmm. Now we live in Atlanta. Yeah. She convinced me to move here because I was like, I've got to get out of my hometown. Like going back for like right after college was fine because like getting on my feet, finding a job, whatever. But long story short, I'm in Atlanta. We live together again. And we work together. Work together. We're literally up each other's 
asses. No, twenty four seven. Yeah. So, but it's it's been great. That's a little bit about us. Mm-hmm. We wanted to do this podcast because our lives in general just like are not real. Sometimes it's like this is not really actually happening to us. And also. I know you can't see it if you're watching the video. There is a couch right to your left that we will sit on every single night in every the same night. exact uh-huh. spot with Skinny Pop in between us. We recently banned ourselves from Skinny Pop. Yes. Because it, it was, wasn't Skinny Pop. It was just the whole bag of Skinny Pop was going in our bodies. It was, it was we would door dash Skinny Pop from the Sprouts. <laughs> that's two minutes down the road. And... The whole bag would be gone. And I'm not, I wish I was being dramatic, but the other night that actually did happen. No, yeah. So we would just sit here and we would say these things or talk about things because we are in the same phase of life right now. Right. We're we're young 20s, we're working together. We both moved to a city that we're not from. Mm -hmm. We're both single. So it's easy to have these deep conversations and talk about things that we relate to. And we'll either say something really kind of deep or kind of funny, and then we'll be like, why did like, like if we had a microphone in front of us that would have yeah. been a good podcast no, we'll, we'll belly laugh for like belly five laugh. minutes yeah. and i'm like why was that not recorded so now i mean even though we have one microphone right now we, <laughs> we are, are making it happen it. yes yes so basically that's why we started the podcast mm-hmm. and at the end of the day we just wanted a hobby like we wanted right. something to do this is a good debrief for us and it's yes. just fun to look back on and be like we did that and if it flops it flops and if it doesn't then it doesn't but also we want to shout out um, some of our friends because our cover picture, they took time out of their day to take these, send them to us. Um, and we really, and, really appreciate it. Yes. And James teach and us the basics about podcasting. Like they really were just amazing. It's now a 10. Go listen to not from Nash, James and Nick. They are great people and really, really helped us out. The impression that we wanted to give for our cover picture and the reason we called it Corporate Blondes, we work at a marketing agency in Atlanta Mm -hmm. and basically our client is a pretty big quick service restaurant. Yeah. Um, But we kind of just wanted to talk about how going from college to adult life at nine to five and things that people don't really talk about because when I started working... I was like, okay, this is not really what I signed up for. No, you just yeah. are groomed your whole life to be like, okay, after college, you're going to get a job you'll and you're going to work. You'll have a free, like you're an adult, you'll make your own money. Yeah, like, it sounds all really good and glamorous. And then mm-hmm. it, you start and you're like, wait, I need somebody to tell me what to do. Yeah. So yeah. that was another big reason we wanted to start too. Um, mm-hmm. But also on the weekends, like we, we have lo- a fun Yeah, life. we have a fun, fun time. So Hence the bottle of Casamigos in our cover photo. When we thought both of our microphones were going to be working, we were like, all right, what we have to do is take yeah. a few shots to loosen the nerves. Well, then we spent an hour trying to figure out how to, these microphones it were going to work. It took four more. So in about 20 minutes, we might be a little tipsy, but that'll just make for a better right. intro. It, we're going to be ex- We're going to be extra, extra loose mm-hmm. because... We have some liquid courage now. Yeah, we just the technical to, difficulties took the best of us, they and did. we were just like tequila now. Yeah, but but that was kind of why we inserted the tequila in the in the podcast mm-hmm. picture, just so it was like yeah, nine to five, but also like, like MacBook, work life balance, tequila. trying to have fun. Yeah, yeah. So we. Thank you all for tuning in, yes. and we will drop every other Monday because 
obviously, like we said, I mean, aren't we'll get home and try to edit, but yeah, it's, it's a lot for, for right now, not really practical for us to do every single week. So mm-hmm. right now it's going to be every Monday, every other and Monday. We both said, we you know, we want to keep it like 30 minutes max because when we're in the office, I do listen to, we both listen to podcasts yeah, yeah. and, but after like a certain time, after during, like 45 minutes, I like just check out. I'm like, this yeah. is too long. So listen to it on your commute, background noise, whatever you want, yes. but it's going to be dropping every other Monday and we're so we're excited. so excited. So, it's finally happening. Yeah. So we're going to start off with our pits and peaks of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, basically just like what went good, what went bad of this week. Or we also have the option to do an era. Sometimes we get fixated on certain things. Mm-hmm. So that's your era. So I'll let you go first. What was your no, pit no, peak no, or you era? Go first. I don't know my pit yet. All right. I <laughs> literally told her an hour ago. You did, but we've had a lot going on. I know my peak. It just happened. All right. My pit was not this until we got home but it was this freaking the the mics that was my pit of the week peak honestly would probably be now like recording yeah um but i am as of this morning in my danielle bernstein era oh because we were what shout out we were yeah she is the creator of we were what Mm -hmm. which was it's a brand yeah but she's also like literally the epitome of fashion icon. Oh my but, god! Yeah. But like effortlessly, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. So I'm in my Danielle Bernstein era, and I love that for you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I would say my peak. So <laughs> I've had this Louis Vuitton bracelet, and I have not been able to find it for about three months. And I'm looking for a charging cube in my room. Found it. So big peak that, for me. That I was. About, that is a peak. That's peak. That's a big peak. Mm-hmm. I would say my pit was coming home from Nashville this weekend and just being like kind of sad that we're like I love Atlanta but like Nashville was just like so fun I think that was my pit yeah we second this was my pit to <laughs> figure this shit out yeah we did go to Nashville this past weekend it was so much fun we had post-trip saddies my yeah. post-trip saddies are literally still still relevant today. oh I'm I'm on the come up but mine were pretty bad this yeah. week post-trip saddies and I know everyone they're gets those. a real thing they are they're a real thing yeah we kind of just want to talk about living and working together because I feel like as friends Mm -hmm. it because I remember when I first told Brooke how it kind of happened was Brooke was living in Panama City at the time I had moved here I originally moved here I had no intention ever of living in Atlanta it wasn't I wanted to live in a city but it wasn't super appealing to me Atlanta I don't know why when I lived at the beach, my best friend Carly lived with me. And she had told me before we even moved there, like, I kind of just want to stay here for the summer and then I want to move somewhere else. Well, well, she wanted to move to Atlanta and like college. Right. So, and I was like, okay, I know us. We've been best friends since we were mm-hmm. in elementary school. I can convince her to stay here at the beach if, you know, I get a full time job. We're having fun. And we were. We did all the things. It was summer. So everyone was at the beach. And, then about August rolls around and she is like, I think I'm ready to move to Atlanta. And I was like, no, no, no. I thought we forgot about this. I did not think that was a thing. So I'm like, okay, well, I've only had this big girl job for four months and it's not going to look great if I'm like, hey, see ya. I was here for four months. I'm out. So I was like, okay, well, I might, you know, circle back in like a year and figure out, you know, moving or at the beginning of this year, but I at least feel like I need to be here for like six months. Yeah. And then one day I was just at work and I was like, okay, but do you want to stay in this job that 
Honestly, it had nothing to do with my major, and I was like, you went to college for four years, so why would you not want to go and try to do something in your major? And also, do you want to sit here and live by yourself? And slow time at the beach is bad because nobody's Um, there. I can personally say winter at the beach is literally hell. I was just like, okay, I think I'm going to be a little miserable. So... I, within this span of a month, I remember texting my mom and I was like, it was was so fast. It was so fast. I said, I think I'm going to try to find a job in Atlanta. And she was like, okay. So I was on LinkedIn every single day at my actual job. And (laughs) I ended up having a lot of Zoom interviews. It's so funny because my old job had a lot of older people. I was the youngest one by far. My best friend at my old job was my mom's age. And she was like, during your lunch hour, come to my house because she lived a lot closer than I did and do your Zoom interviews. She's the only one that knew I was leaving. I would go to her house. Even if she wasn't there, there was one interview I had that I, she wasn't in town and she was like, I left the key under the mat, just go in. And I was like, oh amazing. So I went, did some Zoom interviews and found the perfect job. Like It's crazy. I don't even know how everything just kind of worked out. And I found the job and was like, all right, well, I guess I guess we're doing it. I guess yeah. we're moving. Yeah. So we moved here in September of 2021. Brooke had came up to visit a lot. Yeah. And there was one happy hour that my company had. And they had her and one of our other friends came into town. And I was like, y'all just come to our happy hour. Like I want y'all to meet the people that I work with. My boss talked to her. Everyone I worked with talked to her. This was like maybe six months post-grad. And I was like, I just got a job. Like, I don't want to quit it yet, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, well, when you're ready, you have a job here. Yeah. And that's when she was like, okay, I think I'm ready. And it was the perfect timing because I was looking for a new place to live. um, And I was like, I can't pay to live in Atlanta by myself. Yeah. And I was freaking out. And one day, Brooke was just randomly texting me and was like, I think I'm ready to meet I remember. And then copy and paste. I was at my job and like Zooming with my now current boss at my work. It definitely worked out for the best. See, yeah. Networking, first of all, but... It's all about who you know. Yeah. I was I was nervous because obviously we lived together in college, but college and adult life is so different. So different. And I was like, I'm nervous because we're going to be together literally all the time. Mm-hmm. And that can get a little claustrophobic. Like, I feel like we're both pretty independent. Obviously, we don't really work on the same team. We don't really work together. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're in the same office, but it's not like we're in close quarters. No. And I think, I mean, it's gone great. And yeah. I think one of the main reasons is because... Our personalities, okay, I, I like to say our habits are the same, but yes. our personalities are, are different. different. Mm-hmm. So we go to the gym together, we go to work together, things on the weekends we do together, but personality-wise, yeah. we are different, but I think it kind of it meshes counteracts. Well. Yeah. yeah. Cause like I feel like I'm a little more You're more like just go with the flow. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't really have to have a plan for anything. Brooke has been type A, but since <laughs> college. Like, oh yeah, I've always like it would be Monday and she'd be like, All right, so what tailgate are we going to Saturday? And I was like, Brooke, we literally are <laughs> still just, hungover from Saturday no, I from know. this last Saturday. I so know. let's not talk about that yet. So it's a, it's a toxic trait, but I have to like I I'm a plan. I have to know exactly what's going on at every second, what time we're going somewhere. Like, I have to know. Yeah. So I feel like it balances each other out because from living with Brooke so far, I have, which I kind of did in college, but I didn't really pay attention. So many new meals I've added to my (laughs) my future housewife cookbook. And 
just I, we just live together pretty well. Yeah. Um, and I feel like we're at the point now because we have known each other for so long. If something's bothering us, it's going to be said. I can tell like when you're five yeah, off. Yeah. It, it's just very evident to when we're not, when one of us is pissed off or mm-hmm. one of us doesn't like something that somebody else did. It's just easy and it's easy to talk about it to each other because yeah. we, at this point, don't get offended. We kind of can't get offended mm-hmm. anymore. So it's not been, I feel like everybody's like, oh, how is it like working and like, living with yeah. Brooke? Like it's a lot. It is. But also at this point in our life, we're so young. We're never going to be able to do this again. Like to live with your best no, friend, yeah. like, you're not going to be able to do that again. So it's, it's a blessing as well, because mm-hmm. I'll look back and be like, wow, that was so And I much feel fun. like, especially like since we, like when we lived together in college, we weren't mature enough to be like, oh, like something's wrong. And we just give her her space. It immediately went like, oh, like we're in a fight because she has a different vibe. And like, that is just not the case. Like some days I can be annoyed by the drop of a pen and like same with you. And like, it's just like, you have to like respect boundaries and like, if something's wrong, I'm going to bring it up to you and vice versa. But if not, just like, you know, my vibes off. So just like, leave me alone. And like, that's fine. We have our own lives. We have our own friends. We can do things without each other. So it really is just kind of respecting your boundaries, being really transparent and talking about things. I did want to talk about you know, circling back to just things that we wish we would have known post-grad because I feel like, like I said in the intro, a lot of people don't really talk about it. Like I'm from a very small town and it's really rare that people move from that hometown Mm -hmm. and which is fine. But I knew when I was in high school, there is nothing here for me that I will excel in. Like, yeah, I could move back here, but for what I want to do, the job, my future, like just I just growth don't, in general. Yeah, I just don't really have that mindset. And yeah. even my friends in high school, and now when I go home, recently I went home for Christmas, and one of my friends was like, I just don't know why you think it's so bad here. And that's not it at all. It just people move at their different paces. Mm-hmm. And so for me, moving to the beach was kind of my safe space because I always grew up vacationing there. I lived in like my family's home at the beach. So yeah. it wasn't like I was paying rent. It didn't really feel like a home. It kind of did feel like vacation. And I knew... I wasn't going to stay there forever. I didn't know where I was going to go, but I was just kind of like, well, this is just a temporary place right now. And it's, it's summer. It's fun. Yeah, until like, I get my feet wet. There's so much to do there. Yeah. But there, I, what I, the number one thing I wish I would have waited was I thought immediately when I graduated, I needed to have a job. Mm-hmm. And if I would have waited like a summer and then was like, all right, now we need to figure something out. I feel like it might have benefited me a little more because there's so much pressure on when you graduate, you better have a nine Mm -hmm. to five lined up. Yeah. And that's not true. Like you, you really don't, you can go work somewhere for the summer, earn some money and then move and then be like, okay, now I'm going to start finding a job. So I didn't find a job right after college. I went back home and waited tables at a restaurant and honestly, I made more money there during the summer than I do at my nine to five now, like easy, fast cash. And like, I was still looking for other jobs, obviously, but like the money was just so good. I think it like, it kind of paused me from doing that. But then I did finally find a job and it was just like, it was because I found one in with my degree and I was like, okay, well I should take this because I just went to college for four years to do this yeah. and hated it. It was horrible. Also, I hated my life. I want... And this could be just a hot take, but I really do feel like unless you go to school for exactly, unless you go to school to be a teacher, doctor, lawyer, mm-hmm. you're not going to love your first no. job because I also did it. It mm-hmm. was fine for the time being, but I It was knew, to get something on my resume. Yeah. It, it just was like experience at the time, but you are not going to love your first job. And no. that is totally fine as long as 
you know, you know, like, okay, I'm just going to tough it out for right now, but yeah. eventually this is not what I want to do in the long run. That is totally fine. And like, like you worked with all older people, so did I, but it was also all guys. I was the only girl that worked in my office, which is like, yeah, like you escape like the catty drama or whatever, but so it was like, but also I what have do you have in common with older nothing, men? Nothing. Nothing. You don't have anything like, to talk about. It, it, that's number one is you don't have to come right out of college no, with a nine to five. Do not feel the pressure. Take at your all. time. Take your time. Go at this point. Most of the time it's summer. Mm-hmm. So go do what you want to. Have the last fun summer yeah. with your friend before you have you to. You don't get summers when you have a nine to five. You do not. And mm-hmm. that is another thing I want to touch on is the constant deja vu that you have every single day because you are going in, which my Rinse job, my job isn't like it's the same thing every day, but it's a variation of the same thing. Mm-hmm. And our day-to-day life looks like getting up, going to the gym, going to work, coming home, making dinner, going to sleep. Maybe some Love Island, go to sleep. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, it's, that's it. it's the same thing every day. And that is another thing. Because when you're in college, you don't really have a set schedule because mm. ever since we came out of the womb, we have been groomed like somebody's been telling us what to do. Yeah. And so after, and in college, you're with your friends all the time. You don't have a set schedule. You go you might out have on a job. Tuesdays and Wednesdays yeah. and Thursdays. You might have a job, but it's not anything that's crazy. It's in between classes or something. Yeah. Like. You live with your best friends. They live right down the road. And mm-hmm. then you get out here and it's like, okay, nobody's telling me what to do. I kind of have to figure it out by myself. Yeah. I need to develop this routine that I stick by every day. And it is. It honestly, to start out with, I wasn't in a good place because I was like, is this how I'm going to feel for the next 50 years? And that's how like I feel like honestly still now. It's like, is this my, is this going to be my like stationary life for the next 20 years? Like I can, I can't do that. Like I've got to get out of my shell and like get out of my schedule. Well, I feel like it's also getting out of the mindset that you can only do certain things on the weekends. Because I feel like it's a school night. Yeah. And you feel like you live for the weekends. That's Mm -hmm. another thing. And you do the whole time, every single day, you're like, I'm just ready for this weekend. But then the weekend goes by so fast. And that's why we have started trying to, we went to a concert like a few weeks ago on a Thursday and just Mm -hmm. whatever. As long as you can do things during the week, but still show up and do your job the next day, I feel like that's the best way to get out of the living for the weekends Mm -hmm. thing. Because if you do that, time goes by so fast and it just feels wasted. Because if not, like you like, you literally have what? Six hours awake at home throughout the week. If not, you're sleeping or at your job. And it's just like, what what am I do- like I'm I'm not progressing in any way like personally like this like yes in my career I can progress but like that's about it yeah I mean this isn't for everyone some people own their own business yeah, whatever yeah. but for us that's kind of how we've looked at it and no one really set I mean I guess it was a no- it should be an own thing but nobody's really been like oh yeah you're literally gonna be doing this for years and years mm-hmm. and years yeah you can't live for the weekend yeah but eventually. I've heard 30s are the best. The best. Uh-huh. A year ago, if, like a year and a half ago, I'm a completely different person. Also, I feel like that is another thing people don't tell you is when you graduate and get a job, de- depending on what you do, I still have a little bit of imposter syndrome because a year ago, even so a year ago, I was at my job, but I was not doing what I was doing now. I was doing a lot of the back end stuff. Now I am talking to people that literally have their own business and coordinating things with them. It's just when I was in college, I would have be scared Mm -hmm. to do what I'm doing now. And so it is kind of like an aha moment because you're like, well, I never thought I'd be doing this to like this extent. So 
imposter syndrome is is real when yeah, you finally get up there and you're like, wow, this is actually cool. And that's the good thing about our, my job, at least, is I feel like all of my hard work and all of like the, mm-hmm. this was so annoying and like I didn't want to do this, but at the end of the day, it pays off and you're like, I did that shit. And that is the best feeling ever. Because now like you and I both can like pick up the phone and talk to anyone about anything. Whereas like take me back to college, I was scared to even do a presentation in front of my class. Yeah. And now I'm like, I can talk to Business owners, like what you were saying, like... Because at the end of the day, they're, they're still people, they're people. And that's what you kind of have to tell yourself because, mm-hmm. I mean, the people I talk to are obviously a lot older than me and they have their own business. And it is intimidating because you're oh, like, yeah. I'm a 23-year-old. This is my second job out of college. Mm-hmm. They probably think I don't know what I'm talking about. But you have to channel your mindset of like, they're still people at the end of the day because yeah. half the time when I meet these people in person... So fun. Like, it's really easy to come off mean or whatever over email, but when you meet them in person, it's like, okay, we're just two people. We're coexisting, Mm -hmm. and, you know, we're just trying to get shit done. Yeah. and It's it's a business. Yeah, and it's you don't need to think too much into it. Mm -hmm. But also, I also don't think that you need to stay in a job, or this goes for jobs, relationships, anything, Mm -hmm. where you're stagnant and you're not happy. Because in my first job, I was complacent. I was like, this is fine for now, whatever. But I think I needed that push from my best friend that was like, well, I'm going to Atlanta. And it kind of said something off in my mind. And I was like, okay, so I can stay here and be miserable, or I can take a a risk, move, be happy. And if not, I can always come back. I can always go home. There's always that safe space, that home base. And I think that's another thing that you kind of have to learn after college because, like I said, we're told from the beginning that this is what we're supposed to do. But after that, you're not. When you graduate, when you move on your own, when you do whatever, you have to make decisions for yourself. And that was one thing that I was like— It's so hard. Yeah, and I was like, am I going to be happy here? And my happiness was more important than— if I hurt the feelings of people that I was staying at a job with for four months. And that is so hard to put into perspective. Like I'm the person that's like, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, mm -hmm. but when it's about you and like your life and how you're going to progress, like you have to put yourself first. And like, it's, you're not purposely hurting someone's feelings. Like it's, it's your life. And if they, especially I feel like for bosses, they understand they've been there. Mm -hmm. They understand when I turned in my two weeks, I had so much anxiety that day because oh, I was like, too. they're going to look at me so differently. They're going to be disappointed. But my boss told me, like, you should be doing this because mm-hmm. you're young and you're never going to have another time in your life no. like this where you can just pick up and move. And it it honestly sat really well with me because I was like, she's so right and she understands. And that's another thing I just want to preface is it is really scary having to go and move, not know anybody. Yeah, I had my best friend at the time, but I mean, okay, it was just us two. Yeah. We didn't know anybody else here. And because I took that risk, I met so many people that I would have never met if I didn't do otherwise. Mm-hmm. I was talking to my mom on the phone the other day, and I wanted to bring this up because when she said this, it just really clicked. I was ranting about something per usual, and she was trying to give me all these alternatives and everything she was saying. I was just like, Mom, that's not going to work. That's not how it works, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, well, Taylor, I don't know what to tell you, but if you don't like the situation you're in, you can change it. And I was like, okay, because I'm the first person to preach that, Mm -hmm. but when I'm sitting here and I'm- Easier said than done. Yeah, when I'm sitting here bitching about something that I know the steps 
that I can take to change it and mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm like, oh, okay, well, yeah, she's right. Yeah. So if you're not happy with whatever you're doing, it is scary as shit mm-hmm. to do anything. But this applies whether it's your job, your relationships, personal life, your like personality, everything. Like, yeah, you know, you can literally change anything about yourself if it makes you happy. Mm-hmm. And I always say we have one life on this revolving ball. And if you are going to sit here and just be complacent and not, you know, that's be, your own fault. Yeah. Be too scared to take the steps. Like, why are you doing that? Everything in, everything in life is scary. Like taking steps to do anything is terrifying. This, this podcast, this is terrifying. This is terrifying because you always you're putting want, yourself out there yeah, so much. You are going to, when this drops, we're going to be like, Oh, what do these people think? It's all the outside noise. And you have to drown that out yeah. and not listen to it because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Like no. are these people's opinions about you or anything that comes with taking a risk, is any of this going to matter in a year or so? No, no because it's either going to go well or it's not, mm-hmm. but and you can always go back to where you were right. and start over. So yeah. I just think it's it's really important knowing after post-grad, do whatever you want to do and yeah. everything else will figure itself out. Everything is supposed to We figured it out. We're here living our life, having like, we have the best times when we yeah. go out like we have the best friends we and I'm yeah. not knowing anybody yeah and I was like I'm kind of scared to work with people my age because you know what if they're catty they're girls most are, of them scary. are girls. yeah girls and I was scary. like this is gonna be so scary or two years ago I guess at this point I would have never thought I would be in this position and yeah. that's why I'm such a big believer in everything works out how it's supposed to you can try to control your whole life, but you can only control certain aspects. You can't. Of it. You can't. You have no control over your, like certain small things you do, but like in the, in the big gist of it, it's everything work happens out how it's the way it's supposed to. to. I feel like that for this situation, you know, the moving situation, mm-hmm. my relationships, all of the stuff that it in the moment all you worked can't, out. Yeah, you can't see to the end goal. Mm-hmm. And you're not supposed to. No. Even though I complain about smaller things, like in the end, like we have a great job, we have great friends. I really live with my best friend. Like, yeah. and I would have never thought after we graduated we would ever live together no. again. Mm-mm. But that just that just goes back to it. If mm-hmm. you don't like the situation you're in, you change it, yeah. and you have every step to do that. If you're happy in what you're doing and where you're at, there's no need to change anything. You have to take the risk. Yeah, because risk come with reward or they don't, but you won't know until you take it. Mm-mm. So fifty fifty chance. But I mean, hey. It's going to be a slayer. Here we are taking the 50-50 chance. This was more of like a get to know us, how we we got to where we are, why we're doing the podcast. I know I say like too much and I'm working on it. And I know I sound like a hillbilly. I'm working on it. That, me sounding like this, that's something I can't help. Like we said, we drop every Monday, which right now it's a Friday night and we're filming this and we're dropping this Monday. This Monday to so, February 21st. Yeah. So we're really excited. We're we so excited. We'd love any feedback. Yes. We'll eventually do. Yes. Tell us Q&A, what you hate. Questionnaires. We honestly just, we just want to come on here and talk and yeah. we just want to share all the things that we've learned. This was so fun. It I was. hope everyone enjoys this episode. Like I said, it was just to get to know us. If it's boring, I get it. If you don't really care, get it. Hope you love it and you want to come back and listen when we have cool guests on and cool talk. Yeah, like yeah. It's kind of just our way to talk about things that we have sat on the couch and 
talked about over Skinny Pop. And over, exactly. <laughs> skinny Pop, if you want to sponsor us, li- please, please do. I'm literally begging. But thank y'all so much for watching. Yes. And we will be back not next Monday, but, but the next. next. And we hope that you have a great week at work. Yay. And don't forget, don't only live for the weekends. Yes. And follow us on Corporate Blondes Podcast on Instagram. We love all the updates. And we will see you so soon. Bye. Bye.